Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Here's for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is just too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, a man who gave me a very worried look in the middle of that show, <laughs> Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Oh, yeah, it's good. I, sorry, I slapped the shit out of the microphone uh, while you were doing the <laughs> intro. <laughs> Completely on accident. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's actually a sign of things to come. Honestly, I, a good thing. You know, when people knock on wood for good luck, I knock on my microphone good while thing. my co-host Nick, is recording. Wh- why do it when the mic is live is what I keep asking myself, but you just... You just insist but see what's the thing is that like I could have just edited that out and not addressed it and no one would be any the wiser but now we've got oh 36 seconds of content talking about me hitting a microphone but here's the take shot we want people to know that we're not perfect because we come across so perfect that oh polish is the main cornerstone polish is what we really want to give people two Irish polished People. Yeah, they they call us the Mr. Sheen of the podcasting world. It's a brand of keep, furniture polish. Slipping off those charts. <laughs> what else on? We're just trying to claw our way back, but it's covered um, in polish. It's slippery. But, 
<laughs> so this is weird news show. What do we do here? You have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You are about to read them all out to me, a man who has been too busy picking fights with audio equipment to look at any weird news. This is the first weird news in quite a while where you have to give me a weird story of your day. And I, I appreciate it, but now I'm worried, having oh. brought the point up, your eyes have lit up in that you have a weird story no, from your life. I haven't drank coffee in about six weeks, but I had four today, so I don't know what that's going to do to me. But other than that, fine. Fine. You haven't blinked since we started the episode. No, and I've been doing like a Michael Flatley jig uh, just out of the shot of the camera, so we'll see what happens. You're actually powering your own laptop with a little bicycle. (laughs) (laughs) Just more efficient, guys. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this is weird news. And we were missing last week as I was not in the country. So we couldn't actually record. No excuse, as it is. But what I I like to think of it, I was out of the country searching for weird news stories. Ah. As a a journalist. He's our man um, in the field, of course. I'm a man in the field looking for stories. And luckily, I'm shit at my job. But... Sean, oh. the kind people who listen to this are all very, very good. Because so why did you expense have... a trip away then, if, if everyone else did I your I put it on the budget. <laughs> it's a very limited budget, man. <laughs> Private jet. <laughs> um, but uh, I'd like to give shout-outs to so many people because we had a shit ton of stories being sent in to us uh, this week. Um, so, I mean, just off the top of my head, I know at least three of them. So William, Edward and Waffles also did first three um, mm. and we're going to touch on all three of them but we actually had so many that I've spread them out to next week as well because uh, I just think we actually have too many good stories if oh, for wow. one week okay we can't just fill the top ten with this one episode exactly um, now maybe I'm promising too much job but the, the kind people have fa- have done my job for me and found <laughs> better stories than I could possibly ever find and I'm going to give um, you nothing for the rest of the show so you have to sell them yourself I have a private jet booked <laughs> for later on <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> but, Sean, we're starting off this week with a story sent into us over our Detective Divilman's discussion group over on Facebook. That's Very the group. group. You're not go part join of. it. You, you, can, you can go join it. I mean, people just send in funny stories and we all just have a chat. But police warn locals not to approach man in Cookie Monster costume terrorising seaside area. I mean, it just... It- if you have no cookies, you have nothing to fear, is what I would say. <laughs> That's taken, taken logically. I'm, I mean, going about, I'm going off the logic here that this is the actual cookie monster. Yeah, that, See, that would be the logic where it's flawed, I would right, say. Right, okay, because it's not, yeah. is what you're telling me here. The, the, well, the man who wears a costume of the beloved Sesame Street character so has reportedly him. been creeping out visitors to the Santa Cruz Wharf, bothering them and aggressively yelling at them. Um, one visitor to the popular tourist destination said, It's the creepy monster, not the cookie monster. <laughs> Oh, you think you're so clever for having said that, don't <laughs> Well, look you? to the camera that they gave after they came it's, up with that fucking goal. It's the creepy monster, not the... Co- Fuck you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you're the go-away monster, okay? Stop that. You're the, you're the no-crack monster, is what you are. <laughs> you're the fuck-off Tom monster. <laughs> so, this lad found a Cookie Monster costume. And is now just terrorising. Why wear a Cookie Monster costume to the beach? That's a lot of fur to get wet and full of sand. Well, exactly, Sean. I mean, like, 
we all know sand is difficult to get out, but sand well, in course. cookies gets I everywhere. Mean, you're you're looking at it. You're looking at an all day problem right there. How um, much sand do you think you've eaten in your life? <laughs> <laughs> there's logic behind this. <laughs> Wait, you think there's a beach inside me? What's the fucking logic? No, no, no I'm just is it like okay. So, you've been to the beach before, right? Never. I've never been to the beach. Sorry, does really? that ruin this story? It actually... Well, no, because I can just talk about my own experience. <laughs> my favourite thing is when someone's like, you know this thing, and I go, no. <laughs> but even though I have. <laughs> you're, you're, you're great fun at parties, man. <laughs> no and. <laughs> the, uh, no, but uh, when you go to the beach, sometimes you get, like, chips and bits of food and stuff. Yeah. And then surely some sand has to get into the chips, like, through wind or you and your brother, like, fighting in the sand, and then it gets in the chips, and then you still eat your chips. Because salt is just rock anyway, right? <laughs> salt is made of rocks. Salt is also glass. Wait, no, sand is also glass. So you No, glass, glass is sand, but sand isn't glass. Oh, oh, sorry, I'm after mixing that up all together. Yeah, no, oh. you fucked it, honestly. Oh, I'm yeah, after yeah. F- oh, no, see, the way I would see it is that, um, and I don't want to sound too Star Warsy here, but I right. hate sand. Sand's really the worst thing sand. in the world. See, I, I can... Mm. Sometimes I like sand. Sometimes you get shitty sand that is just stones. What Pebble beaches. Like? Fuck. What? What sand do you like? Like a nice fine sand. Like uh, when you're on holidays and it's nice and warm and you step around in it. That's good so you, sand. You're, so you're talking about the Irish sand and people haven't experienced the Irish sand. Irish, Irish sand is fucking cement powder. That actually is, is glass. It it's horrendous. <laughs> it's so bad. But like nice, a Spanish sand, good sand. Oh yeah. Portugal oh. sand, good sand. Croatia sand, excellent if sand. If you had to choose between a Portuguese sand or a Spanish sand, which side of the border are you annoying? Now, here's the thing, is that, so the only Spanish sand I've had was Barcelona. And that's like a city <laughs> You're beach. Making it sound so like it's quite sharp is. sand. But I think on the whole, I prefer Portugal sand. I know, I'm as surprised as anyone. <laughs> You're the only person in the world who'd answer that. What? <laughs> I'm not, you know, someone else has a preference of sand. Yeah, some fucking loser. Hey now, hey now, hey now. You're a rock star. <laughs> um, so one visitor to the popular uh, tourist destination, they did say it's a creepy monster, not a cookie monster. And um, yeah. we all laughed. <clears throat> But one person who works locally said he turned up the day Sesame Street creator Lloyd Morissett died in January this year. So he started appearing when the creator of Sesame Street passed away. Connection? Maybe. We don't know. I've got red string attached to it to come back to it. Um, What's the suggestion here that the creator of Sesame Street is dressed up as Cookie Monster doing this? I'm not saying... I can't reveal anything of my current investigation at this time. Sorry, Sean. Um, You're investigating it. (laughs) Private jets. That's where I was. We have a Patreon, by the way, if anyone wants to. Really? No, seriously. Please. <laughs> They're going to take the my kneecaps. Marek <laughs> um, said, I saw him on the day the Sesame Street creator died. Like I told you, he was sad about that. He kept showing up and people started complaining about him. Um, Joyce Blashk of Santa Cruz Police Department said, We are getting calls from people who say he is creepy. We get calls every single day, she says. 
Based on his history, we advise the public not to engage with this individual, steer clear of him. So, Sean, I come to you as our new resident detective. Sean, I'm a, what do I'm we so do rookie here? on the force. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so, man and cookie monster. Uh, we set a trap, surely. Like, big... <laughs> Oh, and here we go. So we get a load of cookies, right? A load of fresh baked cookies. Plop them along the beach in the sand. He's going to end up eating sand like the rest of us. And then they lead to a big box with a stick and a long piece of string. And then we just pull it and trap him. (laughs) (laughs) Flawless. So So what you're saying is that obviously we maybe lure him in using his love. But then we get him with a very, very basic trap that would barely work on an animal. But this guy's a human in a suit. Yeah, yeah. His movements are restricted because of the suit. Um, also, the 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 floor underneath the big box is covered in tar, so that'll slow him down quite a bit, I would say. <laughs> and and in the ta- in the box, knives, yeah. knives to kill him. One knife, and then. <laughs> One cookie holding a knife, and so he has to like defeat the thing he loves in order to survive. But then we arrest him anyway because he's being just a, a knife. To, just a knife. We sell a tape, a cookie. To- <laughs> yeah, no. What we do, we 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 get like one of the big like you know like the kitchen mixers, like those countertop yokes, and we've just out- retrofitted that with four knives that spin around. And if he Ooh. is able to reach in and get the cookie dough, he gets free. But he's gonna lose a hand. What's Cookie Monster's view on Cookie Dough? Is he, is he big on that as well, or is that like he doesn't want to touch it until it's finished? I don't think it would work with how he eats them because he just kind of hoofs them into his mouth. And we've and all eaten Cookie Dough, Sean. Come on now. Yeah, you can. I I never got the Cookie Dough thing. Like everyone's like, oh, it's great. Texture wise, horrendous. Worst thing I've ever put in my what mouth. What are you talking? That's. Come on now, but that is that is outrageous. First of all, I ate so much cookie dough once that I got really sick. <laughs> oh, that's a Sean level story. Keep going. <laughs> that was it. That's the story. <laughs> I ate fair, a shit ton fair. of cookie dough. I got real sick, and I never ate it again. That's the like, end of my story. But I remember for the first at least twenty minutes of that eating session, I was like, "This is the best idea ever. This is lovely." Fun. No, I, no, it's it's because it gets all warm and fucked and it's like sticky. Like, why would you not just you spend 20 minutes eating some of a I'm assuming it's one of those tubes of cookie dough is what I'm imagining. No, I'm talking like the dough. So say you're making cookies. Oh, like fresh baked cookie. Fresh dough. baked cookies. I'm eating all that dough, brother. No, that's even worse to me somehow. Because it's like it's in a bowl and you have to scrape it out. And the spoon is too big for your stupid little child mouth. I was 27. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So based on his history, we advise, obviously, the public to steer clear of him. Police have said that the man has faced criminal charges in other parts of the United States, but they didn't provide any further details, which leads me to believe that's made up. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe someone else dressed as Cookie Monster did. See, you don't know if it's him or not. Could be anybody behind that suit. Um, though they have received several calls about the Cookie Monster, the man hasn't actually committed any crimes. So he cannot be arrested, as obviously no crimes have been done. Yeah, so and you can't like try and get him to commit a crime, because that's entrapment. So he ne- you need to just hope he stops 
or he commits a crime on his own. <laughs> That's so do you want to know his big crime? Yeah. His big crime, apparently, is the, that he gets in people's faces. So um, we go to Michelle here, um, who says, at first glance, I thought it'd be a bit of a fun thing to get a selfie with him. Um, but we were away from him. And then when we came back to his area, that's when we saw him coming out, making a commotion and getting in people's faces. Um, so um, apparently, Sean, this is going to confuse you even more. The man behind the mask is reportedly named Adam Sandler, but no relation to the Hollywood actor. Um, Mr. Sandler has a history of causing trouble in costumes, according to police. What? Well, like, give me an example. Like, what level of trouble? What level of costume? <laughs> so in the mid-2010s, Mr. Sandler would dress up as Elmo in San Francisco and shout at tourists who wouldn't give him a tip when they took a photo with him, earning the nickname Evil Elmo. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty. It's a pretty good bit. It's a pretty good gimmick. <laughs> and this is here, Sean, this is where it comes into its own. 2016, detective from the LA police, Gianna Franco, says this about Mr. Sadler. This guy is like a national nuisance, she said. National nuisance? A national nuisance, Sean. Jesus Christ. I mean, but but he's still on, like, Sesame Street is still a thing, right? Yeah, like, I think so. So do, do you think, at what point do the Sesame Street company get involved and be like, he's damaging the brand? Because he's done Elmo as well, by all accounts. Uh, he does, but, like, there's been loads of jokes, though, in that regard. Like, in terms of seeing the Cookie Monster, like, um, committing crimes for cookies. And, like, there's, I mean, if you search Cookie Monster on YouTube, there's probably thousands of videos of people in Cookie Monster outfits doing something stupid. Because there's somebody that has a cookie, and then they, like, beat them up and they take it. Fair, yeah. And, like... But I don't. But 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 if if someone is walking around harassing people dressed as a beloved children, like say I dressed up as Barney and just yeah. started kicking over flower pots. Yeah, like That'd at what point cool. did the Barney company get involved? Ooh, um, who's Barney owned by Saban? Saban. Barney's not owned by. S- Barney. Barney and Barney? friends. Who are you pissing off here with the soup? Bar- uh, genre. I don't care. I don't care. Who did? I don't let. Genuinely, I do not care. Uh, it's W Net New York. Ah, uh, of course. <laughs> oh, it's a PBS. 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 Was the original okay, thing. so PBS are coming for you. If yeah, right. Gonna send mm. fucking Bob Ross after me. <laughs> Gonna dig him up. <laughs> Just throw him at you. Yeah. Honestly, it would be pretty effective. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, fuck Bob Ross. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> My yes. happy little life. <laughs> um, so what a business owner in LA said, I would like to see him get some kind of comeuppance. I don't think he belongs out on the street. No one wants to hear the Cookie Monster scream in your face. I mean... Well, it's his whole bit on the fucking show. That's true. Is- he screams cookies at children. So what? How do we deal with this shot? As as you're the rookie detective on the force, we've we figured out how to trap him. But how do you incarcerate this man for long? He's getting out. He's. I mean, he's getting out in minutes. I mean, gotta. Okay, what if we? How are we like good detectives, or do we get the job done? I'm, is that I'm a bad detective. 
Okay. Uh, I've been here too long. You're yeah. new. Okay. But and you have the right idea, but you're also a bit dumb. <laughs> okay. Then you're going Okay, in this scenario you suggest this to me. I don't want to go along with it, but you talk me round. Uh we're going to cut off one of Big Bird's legs and send it to him. <laughs> and if he doesn't respond, we're going to cut off the other leg yeah. and send it to him. And then Big Bird will still be like six foot tall. That bird yeah, is yeah, too yeah. big. Uh, yeah, uh, he's too big. That's why uh, we need him to be sure for our own egos. But like, I'm not talking like, oh, in the magical world of Sesame Street, we send no, no. a big bird leg. Yeah. Um, I'm talking, we sever the man who's inside Big Bird. <laughs> We cut off one of his legs through the suit and send it to this man dressed as the Cookie Monster. And, and we just say, stop doing nuisance stuff. Stop being a national nuisance. If, honestly, if I got called a national nuisance, that is going on my CV. It's so low level in terms of crime that I think yeah. it's absolutely perfect. He's literally, it's literally just nuisance. Like, he's, he's just, just being a just prick. It's just divilment. It's just shithousery and divilment. All rolled into one blue package. <laughs> so we got to keep our eyes out for this guy because there's a cookie monster. So if you are in that area, just just know there's a man in a cookie monster outfit. He's possibly going to be a nuisance. Now, he won't actually commit any crimes, but he may no. actually scream in somebody's face. Which, you know, you'll take a scream in the face over, you know, being hurt. Still not pleasant. Yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news. And this is one that was literally sent in to freak you out. This oh, is- no. <laughs> Don't bully me. Don't bully me on my own show. What's this? What fucking dynamic have we started? <laughs> no, but, well, it's not me, to be honest. It's- you, you, you allowed this to happen. The listeners have kindly sent this in, Sean. Um, and what this is, it actually perfectly fits in with our... Sean's relationship, Sean's solution segment of the show. So Yes, where I offer I'm, unprompted advice to various strangers on the internet. So what I'm gonna very cleverly do is put them together. So um okay. so William sent it this into us. Um and he said this in it was Bride Alarmed. Oh by the way, Edward sent in the last one. So Bride Alarmed after okay. discovering Groom being breastfed by his mum before the wedding. <laughs> Oh, no. You're the agony and Sean. Now, if anyone's seen I'm this I'm in segment, fucking agony. <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard this segment, Sean has a massive history of solving problems that people face in their relationships, either yeah. romantic, in work, in some sort of form of their life. Sean listens to their problems and figures out a solution. Now... In this particular scenario, scenario, William thought you were the perfect man to bring to this too. Because why have you done this? <laughs> and he thought you would be the way, able to solve this bride's dilemma. Um, How do I bleach my brain so that I don't remember this? <laughs> Bride alarmed after discovering Groom being breastfed by his mother before the wedding takes place. Um, How soon before. <laughs> <laughs> too soon <laughs> too soon like yeah I, look, I'll get up I, the, I don't mean oh. like 20 years before the wedding 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Gross! You were breastfed as a baby. <laughs> um, wedding makeup artists will have seen it all and then some. From tantrums to last-minute wobbles from couples, but one makeup artist has had a wedding story to share that has left many people stunned. So this was on a different podcast called Unfiltered Bride, um, mm-hmm. in which they got a, a beauty professional known as Jenny. Uh, she came in and basically decided to tell her worst story. They asked her her worst story um, okay. from a scenario. And so um, Jenny came in and this is the story that she told. Um, she'd, he- she'd been helping a bride to be um, nipped to the loo and they go to the toilet before her ceremony when they mm-hmm. both encountered the alarming <gasps> scene. Together! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they told the co-host um, how the bride walked into the toilet and what she saw was enough to basically make her question everything. I don't, what, there's no fucking question at that point. Leave him. Beth assumed initially that she meant the groom had been cheating on her in the toilets. Or Weirdly, take, that would somehow be better. Or taking drugs, maybe, or yeah. just doing something fucked up in the bathroom that she's seen. But they also explained that her discovery was, in fact, much worse <laughs> than him having sex with one of the bridesmaids. On or your doing wedding drugs. day. What the fuck? <laughs> to their horror, and to the horror of many stunned listeners, they revealed he was being breastfed by his mother on his wedding day, Sean. I, no, 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 I don't like it. So, what, how old, he, like, if he's getting married, he's fucking too old, but Jesus, how old is he? <laughs> we don't have his age, but I mean, mid-twenties, maybe? Um, yeah. Presumably, even if he's 18, even if it's 16 and it's fucked up, it's still well, more fucked here's up. here's the thing, Sean, because how is the mother still producing milk unless she has been continuously the whole time. him That's the, thing. the whole time in the, the relationship? The whole time. Break, no, don't marry him. No. <laughs> so, the bride then has to ask questions of herself. Does she want to go through... With this marriage, and Sean, that's why I come to you. Sean, as you're her expert, you're her agony aunt, how do we solve this woman's that's dilemma? That's fucking weird. Leave him. <laughs> end, end, of, end of discussion. <laughs> Nothing more. Like, I, like, how can you, I, I, there's no conceivable way of reconciling with that. That that's yeah. been happening for 20 odd years, 30 odd, for however long. It's too long. Like, you want to know something, Sean? Yeah. The bride went through with the wedding. Fuck off, did she? <laughs> she did. No. Are they still together? I actually don't know that. But all I do know is that she went ahead, went ahead with the wedding. And also, I mean, they kissed the bride at the end. And that's the wedding. That, that, oh, that's, got, that's the worst. How? Do you have that con? It does, is it ever brought up again, or do you just never talk about so it? So there's the thing. That's the question that really we need to answer: is if you're the bride, do you? Well, a definitely run away. I mean, get out of there because, yeah. especially if you didn't know what is happening previous, because it's clearly been happening throughout your whole relationship. But I mean, do you ever bring it up again? 
Or do you then just say, I've walked in on something, they don't know I see this, I'm going to leave it there. But no, presumably, like, they must have, like, known they were caught. Is like, she, no, they must, like, if I, like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> say I'm your, say, like, okay, say it's, like, your wedding day. Yeah, <laughs> and I were to walk in and find you doing something untoward, I would make a noise. You would know I was in the room. Okay, <laughs> if I was the one marrying you, fucking, of course I would say something. What noise would you make? Uh, fear, revulsion, uh, uh, a wretch, perhaps. Ah! Ah! <laughs> yeah, I think you'd have one short yell. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just no, completely. I could see interrupt. you going, oops, it is. Why on your wedding day as well? Like, the, the, you know, liquid courage. Who the fuck? No, sorry. Who would, like, who, who was like, I'm walking down the aisle in five minutes. Time for a glass of milk. <laughs> in general. Like, it's just a poor time to yeah. drink dairy, I would I, say. I think as dairy in general, I just think you should avoid it, especially if it's a warm day. I oh, would if it's a warm it. day. And it's what, Connor, it's warm coming out like as well. Like, he's having warm milk on <laughs> the way down the fucking... Minutes. He'd be snoozing. He'd be snoozing in the pew there. <laughs> oh, no, Sean. Oh, no. Uh, what what was the reception like? He yeah. had to give a speech. He gave like, a and she knew and she was looking at him as he was giving the speech. Yeah. Mother of the bride gets a whole or mother of the groom and gets a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Like they would have all oh they would have all been there. Would've, everyone would have been there. And they know and she knows, but nobody in the crowd knows. No, so you have to just pretend or do it. No, you can just leave. You can leave anytime. You, you could leave at any time, but she, she went through with it. What happens? If, like, they stay together, she gets pregnant, mm. and then they have a kid. Well, you know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> formula. Formula milk, of course. <laughs> He's like, I'm really against breastfeeding. <laughs> Bit of the old SMA. <laughs> I can't have my child yeah. breastfed. <laughs> Is she going to have to wean her fucking husband off? <laughs> Onto the SMA. Onto the SMA follow-on milk, yeah. not sponsored. Not sponsored. They haven't sponsored us, weirdly. Um, but, like, yeah, that's amazing. What happens if they have a child? Do, do they sh- is, there, is it a share situation? Is, is, it, is, it, a, like, yeah, is it one each situation between him and the child? Like, what, what if he doesn't... What, what if he doesn't, what if he doesn't like the taste? <laughs> Would you be offended? <laughs> Oh no! Like, is that the ultimate insult? If he's like, it's not as good as my mother's. What is this man's immune system like? As Must well? be absolutely, really it's amazing. Nutrient rich milk, it's like fucking nutrient. Boy. Never gets sick. But did his did his dad know about this? Like, like, yeah. Is it like their own little secret? Is it just a family thing? Like. Oh, what lads. the fuck? How, how do I, you ever, like, have a family dinner again? You don't, I would say. You don't. You're not, you're, you're drinking black coffee from now on, from I now, like. And I'm not having any milk in nothing. No cereal. flat white for me, thank Oh, cereal. cereal. Water. That'd be a rough water one. Water all day. Yeah, watery cereal. No, I'm switching to dry muesli, is what I have now. <laughs> Orange juice and maybe a muesli. <laughs> yeah. Toast. Give me a lovely bit toast, of toast. A lovely bit. Black what's, tea. what's the butter made of? Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh, margarine for me, thanks. 
<laughs> You'd have to go off dairy altogether. Genuinely, yeah. Like, it's fucked. And, like, say they split up. Yeah. And then she meets someone else. Or, yeah. and, like, has a kid. And then goes to breastfeed. And then, like... I love the idea, right? That you know, like someone gets cheated on, they always bring that say into the next relationship. That trauma where you're like, maybe this other person's also cheating on me. She, if she ends this relationship, and you think in the next one, she'll be six months in, and she'll be looking at this new lad, like, do you think is there a chance? Just exclusively dates people whose mothers are dead. (laughs) (laughs) Only. She was like, I will only date you if you have no parents. I, that's yeah. the only way I can do it. Like she meets someone, they've been on a few dates. Yeah. It's all going well. Sees like their phone light up. It's just yeah. like, oh, mam calling. Yeah. And then just like, it's like, oh, but they are perfect for me. Mm. So she murders their mother. You'd have to. You'd, ha- that's you'd the have only to just lot. to be sure. It's the, just, just to be, be sure, safe. you'd have to murder all mothers. <laughs> and then like four weeks after, the, her, her new partner just has really brittle bones. <laughs> and just like. <laughs> She's like, what a waste. It's like, fuck. <laughs> I keep breaking my arms. <laughs> all of a sudden. Keep all of my fingers. Just any time I touch that something. That lad must broken. have been fucking indestructible. His bones <laughs> must have been absolutely titanium. Honestly, like, he could have been studied. Like, just the long-term effects of... He's like Wolverine, so he is walking around. Just indestructible. The, uh, why... Has, this, has no one ever caught them before? I, I have to see. Maybe another... Like, there'd have to be somebody else. He'd have to be living in his own house, right, if he's getting married. Yeah. So then that means so, he must go visit the mother. Like, or, or, or is it a pump situation that it's being <laughs> bottled and he has a secret fridge somewhere? No, I think that's more... That's harder to hide than just saying, I'm going to see the mother there. I'm going to drop in for a cup of tea. So he's having a sup like once a week is what you're thinking? Uh, I'm thinking maybe once or twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might, might stop in just to see them. Just on the way home, like... like and, and the wife is not going to... Or else the, the fiancé is not going to take any more of that. Like, it, yeah, like, stopping <gasps> in to see the parents on the way home. Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's not weird. Yeah. That's not a weird thing of so itself. That's, that's the story. Not, you can't but she's never going to be able to hear that from anyone else without thinking, oh, what if? <laughs> I, Jesus. So, I mean, are you happy William brought this no. to you? No. Okay, right, that's good. I'm not and, happy at all. But, and, and how... I feel like... You've solved it, though, because, I mean, this continues to... You haven't once said that they could get COVID. I'm proud of you. Um, they could microdose COVID. Uh, well, actually, <laughs> uh, if the the the, the lady in, in, in the piece, if she wanted to get full-blown COVID and just cough on the mother, yeah. she's probably of an age where she'd probably be at risk. <laughs> <laughs> and then just then it problem solved you know? <laughs> I love the fact right that's literally the worst thing you've ever said but it's only been brought out because of this story <laughs> I just suggested just fucking kill just her just kill this woman <laughs> and kill him just burn it with fire both of them and then just go back to just the action. kill me while you're at just, it because honestly just, after this honestly we cannot go any further down um, so Sean I just thought so you I just I just looked at like my waveform for this episode, yeah. by the way, and it's been like fairly normal ups and downs up until the the last like ten minutes have just been a solid fucking block of green on my part because I'm so bemused. 
<laughs> Thank you, William, for ruining Sean's day. He actually sent in on the Instagram message. This was over Instagram, which I love when mm. people send in things through Instagram, Twitter, any other stuff. Um, was sent in basically saying, I hope this ruined Sean day. I'm trying to uh, make him get sick. Well, it might have ruined my week. Yeah. Month. Good. Life. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news. And we are going to be talking about the Atterstone ball game. Sean, have you heard of this? Oh, ball I game? have heard of this. Sean's you know mad as I was in Atherstone before. Were you? Yeah, I stayed there. It's just outside Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, so, Sean, do you, what do you know about the Atterstone ball game? Because the uh, recent edition happened a few weeks ago. You, I saw, I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw a clip of what looked to be a thousand people all yeah. scrapping. And then I scrolled on because I was like, no, this is definitely going to be on Weird News. <laughs> because the game is a historic one and has been played out for centuries on Shrove Tuesday. So that's Pancake Day. So that would have been yeah. last week. Um, in the town of Atterstone, between two rival counties in Warwickshire and Leicestershire. Um, in 20, the 2023 edition, however, has been tainted, Sean. You might not like this. It devi- descended into violent chaos this year. And that's where we come in because it was a two-hour medieval tradition. So, if you don't know what it is, thousands of people turned up to compete with the aim of the game being the one to be holding onto the ball come the end of the final whistle after two hours, right? Mm -hmm. Tuesday saw the 823rd edition of the event, which is one year missed since being formed in 1199, which came two years ago due to the pandemic. That's the only year they've ever missed. Wow, a lot of shit happened. Since yeah. 1199. <laughs> and they've never missed it. Um, so, the game involves two brutal rules that I really feel like we should all know. One, yeah. it must be contested on Long Street, and competitors are not allowed to kill everyone else. <laughs> no murder, and this specific location. So it has to be on the street, and you're not allowed to murder anyone. They're the only two rules. I mean, it's they're fairly simple rules to understand. And what is it? Just be holding the ball at the end of the game? Yes. What do you win? What's the prize? The game has often been labelled for offering people the chance to take part in basically just pure, unrestrained chaos um, and mm. mass brawls. So most notably, a large group are seeing and this was on the video, fighting outside a William Hill betting shop as they squabbled for the ball. Um, the shop was damaged in the fight. Ahead of the annual tradition, shops, cafes and bars in the street board up their windows um, to prevent any damage because everyone just kicks the shit out of each other for two hours. It's, it's Atherstone's The Purge, basically. Basically, for happening. two hours in Atherstone, they, look af- they go for the ball and they just kick the shit out of anyone who's holding the ball. Can I just say as well, I stayed on Long Street, is where I stayed. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, in the hotel called the Red Lion, Connor. Good stuff. <laughs> um, I suppose what really brings is obviously, there's traditions everywhere. This particular tradition, I don't know, Sean, I'm, I mean, it's absolutely insane. It's like the cheese rolling down the hill scenario where people just do it just, I can only assume, to die? Yeah, like, I'm convinced that, like, there's only... In that situation, there's only about 30 people who actually have a chance. Because if you're at the back of the thousand people trying to get the ball, yeah, you're at nothing. And you're part of, like, your town. So it's your town against another town. Yeah. And so, like, 
What, what is like? How is it judged? When, how long does it go on for? Two hours? Two hours. At the end of it, the final whistle blows. Whoever's holding onto the ball, whichever town, they win. And hmm. I'm gonna okay. This might be out of pocket that I'm saying this. I think I'd be all right at this game. <laughs> Fuck's sake! <laughs> I. <laughs> You know what? That's on me. I should have known you were going to come in with some fucking mad shit theory that you're going to be good at this game, that you would definitely have all of your bones broken in. But I, uh, but I wouldn't care if I got hurt if I, wo- if I won at the end. That's a ridiculous... I'll simply grab the ball yeah. and then just hold on to it. Did- <laughs> I love that people listen to this who've taken power like fuck that's not what yeah, we were doing oh, you're playing lads. keepy ups with it trying to show yeah. off no 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 no, no, no. put it into your pocket and you, no, have do you know what I do I know what I do right you've been you've been around a dog before yeah. so what you do you get the ball yeah. and, you, and you, you hold it you wave it about a bit and then you pretend to throw it everyone looks the other way you put that into your jacket pocket yeah. And suddenly no one knows where the ball is anymore. Right. And also you have the in-middle advantage that your knee is already facing the wrong direction. So somebody will come along, they'll attack your knee. Lad, you're like, that won't affect me. That, Connor, that, you cannot Connor, harm what is already done. I've gone through several rounds of physiotherapy. Yeah, yeah. My knee is stronger than God right now. <laughs> so I w- I'll be kicking. I'll be, I'll be on my hands, doing a handstand, just kicking people away. <laughs> <laughs> but your arms are so weak so it's a very bad handstand it's crumpled I'm, I'm crumpled on the ground yeah 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 it looks like a breakdancing move so you're telling really me you not. would be good at this game if anyone has seen the video it's literally just British people kicking the shit out of each other for about two hours do you ever play Red Robin in school Red Robin yeah no it's a bunch of kids getting clotheslined so basically divide into two halves on the yard yeah. right and everyone links arms like over the shoulder kind of a job. Right. And then it, the, you say like Red Robin, Red Robin, and you name someone on the other side of the line and they have to run uh, and try and break through the wall of children. Uh, and it's just kids, they just, because cause when you do, you know, link arms, yeah. all your arms are at neck height, it turns out. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm assuming like... A few kids, only a few have died, but like enough that you'd be worried. Well, put it, why primary school banned running at one point <laughs> in the yard? They've seen you trying it and they went, no. <laughs> Jeez, oh, we can't take another one. Can't, can't let the kids run like that. <laughs> With his twisted knee. He's going to be running in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's going miles. But, it, like, if I can survive that, surely I'll survive the That is a game it. that I've never heard of. We never played that. Oh, man. We, we, well, look, we were bored. We had, we, we had nothing to we do. Were, uh, what, what did we play? No Man's Land? Is that No a Man's Land. No Man's Land is pretty good. Um, Tip the Can. Tip the Can is a good one. Um, Tip the Can is a classic. What's Cox the one Robbers? where you start off and there's always, like, is that No Man's Land? No, it's not. Where there's one person in the middle and then everybody's yeah. up against the wall, right? Say, like, 30 people. And then everyone sprints. And if the person in the middle catches one person, they have to join them in the middle for the next go. 
Oh, we never played this. What the hell is that called? I can't remember the name of it. But that might be a local thing that you. But need then to, like, you just sprint. You have to basically sprint from one wall to the other wall, and there's a big like gap in the middle that you have to get through. So at the start, there's only one catcher. It's really easy. You can go in the big group. But every yeah. time you go, somebody gets caught. Always one oh, person. And so by the time. By the time you get to the end, one person's left at the wall and there's like 30 kids in the middle and the one person has to get through them without getting caught. And you feel like a hero if you make it. Yeah. The, we play, There was one kind of similar cut. We played What Time Is It, Mr. Wolf? Oh, yeah, obviously. Uh, we yeah, were, yeah. shop. <laughs> oh, come on and now. Same thing. You're like getting people closer. You say like, it's three o'clock. You take three thef- steps forward. It's yeah. seven o'clock. You take seven steps forward. And, it's like, and then it's dinner time and then the wolf has to catch someone then yeah. they catch someone they're on the wolves now yeah. and then the game repeats until I mean, everyone we, is I eaten. mean anyone if, I, if you have any random games that are only set to your school please send them in because we want to learn more rules for all of our school games that we play <laughs> absolutely and I've, I maintain the world will be a lot better place in Ireland once a year everyone in the locality gets together and plays a big game of tip the can I, I think and that would be great. do you want to explain the rules of tip the can for anyone? It's probably named something else uh, around the world. It's uh, I, I say I, the thing is I forget most of the rules, but I okay. know there's like we had a drain pipe that was the can, and that was like the so you base. Just need, you just need an object. You need a, a light, a light yeah. pole. Uh, you could even have like an electricity box. They're electricity box is a good one. On that's the a good stage, one. Yeah. So this is like anything that's in nature that's standing up. That yeah, could, and so that's one the can. person is. Yeah, and one person has to go out and find other people. So you, yeah, you uh, normally have like a five, a four minute head start. Everyone can go hide, and then the person at the can can turn can has to turn around, and they have to go looking. Now, yeah. here's where the trickiness. I'm going to explain it to the can. Here's where the trickiness <laughs> comes in, Sean. This is where the gamesmanship kind of comes in. Is that like the further you get away from the can, the more open you are to somebody popping out of a hiding spot, sprinting yeah. and saying, "Tip the can." I free me or whatever, and then they can be free forever, right? Yeah, you can't be caught. Um, so you have to you have to strategically pick where you're going to go. You need to stay close, and you have you to keep to the, the can in your eye line, to, ready to sprint back at any given time. Now you might catch four people, shot. You might be like, I've caught four people. I'm going well, but by, when you catch the four person, somebody from across the way, they come out of their hiding spot, they sprint to the can, tip to can, I free all. Everybody's free, free all. to go hide again. <laughs> Because if you are caught, you have to go and put your hand on the can. And yeah. that's where you that's where you live now yeah. until you are free. Tip the can I free all. Jesus, the, the screams of that <laughs> you, at lunchtime. If, if you could get everyone caught except one and that one hero pops out, frees yeah. everyone, I mean, you're, you're set uh, for the day. <laughs> just, you, you, you just go home at that point. Leave school. <laughs> you've peaked already. <laughs> Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. And I mean, I like what we just talk about <laughs> Honestly, honestly, the podcast could be just that, Connor. <laughs> um, Still three times a week, man. I mean, you. obviously. But what we could do is we could do a big listener um, tip the can game. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I would be. I, e- yes, everyone just needs like to, to fly that. over to Ireland and we'll just meet in a town in Ireland. And I'm we'll sorry, Mr. There. Private fucking Jet. Why, you, why, why, do, why can't, can't we do this in well, Barbados? Not you, so then you fly over yourself. All oh, right, okay. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, our next one comes in from Waffles, in which he said, uh, because it's based in New Zealand, um, plane spends 16 hours in the air, ends up back at the same New Zealand airport due to technicality. <laughs> Jesus Christ, how do you fuck up that badly? 
<laughs> an Air New Zealand flight from Auckland to New York ended up landing back in Auckland 16 hours after takeoff due to an electric have fire. A due to ele- due to an electrical fire knocking out power at the John F Kennedy Airport terminal. Wait, one. so the plane was fine. The plane was grand, Sean. <laughs> but they fucked up at their end. Passengers on a flight from New Zealand to New York said spent eight hours on the way to New York and then, and then eight, eight hours, hours having coming back. Oh, having to reconcile with that on your way back, I would be fucking livid. So you spend sixteen hours in the air and you end back up at the same airport that you left sixteen hours ago. Like it's not even been a day, but you've done fuck all only sit in a chair. <laughs> The Air New Zealand non-stop flight from Auckland to New York had been in the air for about 8 hours and was about 2,000 miles from California when the airline received word that an electrical fire at John F. Kennedy International Airport had led to Terminal 1 being closed for the night. Um, the airline... What about Terminal 2, says I? The ter- <laughs> There's got loads of airports in America. Air- yeah, John F. Kennedy Airport's in New York, right? If you're at California, you can find one on the way. There's a whole country in between. There's a rake of them. <laughs> There's got to be one. F- one who'll take it. Fuck, like, look, Sully landed in a fucking river. Fucking lads, we'll turn back. <laughs> we know one in Auckland, anyway. <laughs> Jens lads, this wouldn't happen in New Zealand, would it? This, this pilot has only flown from Auckland to New, to John F. Kennedy Airport. He doesn't know any other airports. And so he's just yeah. like, so the, his co-pilot is like, well, we just land, I don't know, like in just any other airport. He's just like, um, just sweating profusely. No, no, I'd say go back no. to Auckland. I, I think Auckland's <laughs> a nice one. <laughs> Uh, like he just has some agreement with the staff in JFK that he like doesn't have to do security checks or anything um, so the airline said the decision was made for the plane to turn around and return to Auckland where it landed about 16 hours after the parting um, to, diverting to another US port would have meant the aircraft would remain on the ground for several days impacting a number of other scheduled services and customers so right if I'm on that plane I don't give a shit <laughs> Put me on the ground. Put me in some ground somewhere. Yeah, I'll have I'll have fun in California. I don't mind. So their plan was, if they landed at a different airport, then it would be several days before they probably got clearance to leave that airport to re-enter the airspace. I but. Mm. I'd, I'd wager Michael O'Leary can do it in fucking 20 minutes I'd wager yeah. they can send a plane back to New Zealand there's no way day. if you landed in a different New York airport that you couldn't just take back off and then go back into the exact same airspace within like 5 minutes of flying yeah like pick a time where there's no other planes it's not that hard what's the issue here <laughs> it, and like 8 hours there 8 hours back I mean perfect that's ideal that's your you're able to make planes fly and not hit each other. Yeah. You can arrange one to get off the ground in a different place. You can just make an emergency stop and then take back off to get him to the right. You could even fly yeah. from that New York airport to JFK if you wanted to go again. And like, fucking, look, twi- like, COVID, you cancelled all kinds of flights left, right and centre. It was grand. Grand. Just do it. <laughs> 
Seems we'll figure oh, it out. Man. This is so. I'm, so my question to you, Sean, is what happens? You're on that flight. Oh man, so I'm terrified because I'm. We're going to Japan this year, and I looked. You it's are like not. A 16, yeah, going in November. Lucky bastard. Go no, on. What can I say? Uh, it's going to be like a 16-hour flight. So actually, you're going to love this. Actually, so Go what on. we're doing? Yeah. I have told you this. This is just. Yeah, me how camp. have you not told me this? Uh, so we're going to Fallout Boy in London. And then, like, two days later, we're flying from London to Japan. You're a lunatic. That's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm living the 16-year-old Sean dream. That's fucking madness. Do you know who I'm going to see next month? Actually, this who? month. What? Who? I'm going to see Paramore. In their I'm going own, to see Paramore. In their own, are you? Yeah. In their own live show in Dublin. In, yeah, that's April. That's April. That's it's a, happening. Are we, did we just become best friends? I think we might have done. Did I? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'm not going to do Oh, I'm going to my oh. private jet. That oh, what, oh, you've you're taking them to Dublin. I, I'm, la- I'm landing in the field. That is it. <laughs> you're skydiving in Iron Man style with. Do you remember the start of the Olympics in 2012 in London? Oh, that's I do. me. I I'm do. doing that with the, the <laughs> fake queen. Who is Haley Williams? No she way. You go Paramore and Follow Boy same year. Same year. Oh, same year, lad. Oh, I'm also man. going to Arctic Monkeys. Uh, going to Blur. You're living in 2008, lad. Look, what can I say? I'm having a fantastic time. As you said, 16-year-old you would be like, this is the coolest life of all time. I need some time off from the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You need a lot of time off. (laughs) We could do a live show from Paramore. (laughs) (laughs) Just in the background, fucking misery business. These fucking people keep playing. We're trying to have a fucking show here. Just get up on stage. Sorry, lads. We have a... What is going on? (laughs) Sorry, guys. I I know you're all here for us. Sorry, guys. This is Heroes here. (laughs) That's amazing, unreal. I mean, I don't, I don't want to pressure, right? But I did yeah. go to see Mac Fly last year in London. Pretty good. Oh, pretty good. Pretty and I went, good, and I went to see the hologram Abba as well in London. You told me this one. That's yes. what, that, like that sounds insane. That's that yeah. is insane. They've stopped doing. No, I think it's going till May. So you can still go see hologram Abba until May. Hologramma. Hologramma. But the, one of the two. It's really uh, fucking good. I went to last year. I saw Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. You're a lunatic. You are. Look, you are a 16 year old edge lord. I'm a pop punk piece of shit. <laughs> you piece of shit. Depressed in your bedroom playing video games. I mean, what's changed? What's changed, <laughs> what's Connor? It? <laughs> Only now I play them in the sitting room. <laughs> now it's cool. <laughs> the um, also just on this flight story, I saw the most terrifying thing. It was a TikTok. Oh, don't uh, tell me it's it, about the two flights. No, no. It's, uh... The two planes nearly hitting each other? No, not that one. Okay. That's fucked as well. Yeah, 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 This is even... Personally, this is more terrifying to me, is that the plane is on the runway. Yeah. It's ready to go. And the pilot comes out and announces in person to everyone in the cabin, just so you know, the bathrooms on this plane don't work right now. <laughs> so if anyone needs to go... Get off the plane and go now, and then we will do the flight. If there's even an, a half a thought that you might need to go to the bathroom, go now. <laughs> and then the TikTok cuts, and it's people walking off the plane to go to the bathroom. And then the fe- imagine the fear of sitting back down. But like, Sean, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to tell you how to live your life. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you're telling me when you see everyone the gate opening. Everyone lining up. You don't go immediately go to the bathroom dead. 
Connor, if you don't think I'm dehydrating myself before a flight so I don't have to use an airplane bathroom. No, no, no. You can drink water, but I would just say, if it's like a two-hour flight, just go to the bathroom when they're like lighted up to depart in the gate. What if I need to go midair? What if something happens to What are you talking me, about? You're an adult. Just fucking hold it for... For two hours? No, because you've gone. You won't need the pee directly after going already, just as you're on the plane. Connor, I've had three or four pints in the airport bar before. <laughs> I get on a plane. <laughs> okay, that's different. <laughs> it's a four AM flight. <laughs> Look, time doesn't exist in an airport. Okay, first of right, all, right. Okay. actually, I do have an airport story. Of Go I mean, it. I don't know how much time we have left, but sure, yeah, I got some time. Um, just on my flight back to Ireland, like last yeah. week, um, we were flying home from Spain, and so we Good sand. We lovely sad, not as good as Portuguese sad. Not as good as Portuguese. <laughs> but we were on the plane, and what's in front of us? There's, I can only assume, seventy school children, probably about sixteen, <sighs> school tour no. to Ireland. All of them have no. matching hoodies on. All Spanish students uh, going to Ireland, going to see Dublin, the big smoke. Going oh, to see coming it. to Ireland in Co- March. Coming to Ireland <laughs> in February at this point. Mm. Uh, this was last week and I was like giggling away to myself because I was like first of all it was 22 degrees there and then the pilot came on and was just like it'll be 6 degrees Celsius in Dublin <laughs> and I was like oh lads oh you're going to have <laughs> a terrible terrible day because all they had was hoodies on and I was like oh that's not enough <laughs> that is no. not enough <laughs> you will need an overcoat with that my friend <laughs> but there was 70 of them so they took up all of the seats Right, Jesus. and then there was a mother and son in front of me, and they had double booked their seats with two of the children. Oh, yeah. So what happened? Did they have to kick them off the plane? No. So they were sit- we were sitting on the runway for like an hour because the mother and son had to wait until everybody got on board and see if there was two empty seats somewhere on the plane that they could sit in. Despite the fact that they had sold the oh, ticket, Sean, it's right there. I was going to, look, I didn't I want mean, to mention it. We all like, assumed who it guessed. was, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, uh, but all so the, so all the school children didn't know what the fuck they were doing either. So they were all just fucking throwing suitcases around because obviously it's the first time out of the country maybe for some of them. They don't yeah. really know, right? Um, they're just having a great time on a the plane. They're just having a great time on the plane. The minute the plane lands, they all stand up <laughs> and, oh, and just begin to start walking to the exit like it's a train. <laughs> It doesn't work like that. Now, look, everyone stands up at the end of a flight anyway. Personally, I don't. I'm going fucking nowhere. I'm a waiter. I'm a waiter. I said this one time because I was thinking to myself, if we stay here, we will have to wait behind them going through passport security. And there's 70 of them. And they're all kids. And all of them won't be able to find their passport. So we got off the fucking plane and sprinted down the fucking uh, <laughs> arrivals Fair. hall. Down that big, one? Uh, yeah, in the, in the big oh, yeah. long hallway. And we were just like, we got to the passport before everyone. <laughs> and we turned around <laughs> and I was like, it's actually like the last of us. It was like a zombie horde just of like horde hoodies <laughs> coming. <laughs> and I was like, thank God we got here first. <laughs> And did you uh, use the the auto passport scanner, or did you go to the person? Auto passport scanner. It's the only way to go. It's, it's the, the only way. way to, it's go, it's the only way to go. Although it doesn't recognise me because I got mine taken when I was like fifteen. <laughs> That's fair. Mine, I have to shave before I go to the airport because mine doesn't have a beard. <laughs> okay, right, Sean. Do you want to finish off? I think we don't even have time for Florida, man. I don't think we do. 
Um, we can finish off with um, one a, a story that I held close to my heart, and that is: student holds wrestling event on on a streetcar to mark graduation. Now, Sean, have you seen this video where a student in Japan organised a wrestling competition for university stru- students on a running streetcar to mark the end of his college days? Um, I have not, but I will find it now. So this is professional wrestling club that he is in, right? Um, so this is... It's basically like one of those rail things that like, just goes back and forth throughout the city. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, like a, like a tram metro. Kind yeah, basically of like a tram metro, yeah. And he set up a whole wrestling event on one of the trams to celebrate his graduation from wrestling school and he invited a whole bunch of people and there's entrances on the wrestling on the tram there's like they have belts and they oh have full on wrestling matches this is outstanding <laughs> oh he's doing like his intro pose thing he and is. everything this is amazing. How did he get, like, permission for this? <laughs> it's Japan's first ever streetcar pro wrestling competition. <laughs> That's insane. And he's got, oh, he's got, like, a fucking mask and everything. <laughs> 30 fans bought tickets in advance and filled the seats on the streetcar. And they're just, I mean, it just, it just looks like a fight in a train, though, is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so every time the streetcar stopped at a station, a new wrestler boarded the train with the one who remained until the end being declared the winner. It's like a Royal Rumble, but yeah. on a train. Yeah. That's fans brilliant. enjoyed seeing competitors show off their special skills, such as a drop kick using the hanging straps equipped in the streetcar. Um a student from one of the local schools won the title of being the first streetcar pro wrestling champion. The student won 100 packs of Black Thunder, which is a famous and popular chocolate bar. Um, and Pretty good. So, they're the winner. Sean, my question to you is, how much do you want to go see this? <laughs> oh, desperately. Desperately. Like, I will... I will be front row seats to that train fight, <laughs> which is weird because if, if if a fight broke out on an Irish train, I'd probably walk away from it. But this is much more whimsical mm. and organised. No, I I think I think if a fight breaks out on an Irish train, we're like ah lads, ah I'm lads, come on now, now. lad, ah ah now lads, come on now, you're taking the fucking pish. So you are. You're taking the fucking piss and I'm not fucking pleased with it. Um, but this is organised whole wrestling competition. If you want to watch 30 minutes of fucking stupid fun, go watch these 13 lads board this fucking train as, a, as this tram goes through the five kilometre long route that it starts on. And at every station, a new wrestler joins the party and the fight continues with all the fans absolutely loving it. I love the idea of someone getting on this train not knowing that this is about to happen. <laughs> but they accidentally wear their Hulk Hogan outfit that day. Yeah, yeah, like they're they're immediately like perceived as a threat. And <laughs> it's just like, okay, you're next. <laughs> they must be in this and they're just like, No, no, I just I just love wrestling. <laughs> I just I, I just a fan. I just a big fan, guys. I'm just an innocent man. <laughs> We're just innocent men. men. I love that video so fucking much. Every Monday that drops and I fucking like it on Twitter. Every <laughs> single Monday. Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Weird News. What a week. It's been a week of tangents and me being horrified. But I've had a very yeah. fun time, Connor. Yeah. 
And we didn't actually get to all of the stories, so... We will mm-hmm. get to them next week. I do have to pass them on because it was just such a fun week of horrifying you that I felt like that took more precedence than hitting wow. everything. Thanks, bud. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> We're I best <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Dude, I am in the business of misery, though, so here we are. Oh, um, let's take it from the top, so go on. Very good. Uh, thanks, everyone, <laughs> for listening to this episode of Movie... Or Weird News Wednesday, that's what day it is. Uh, we'll oh, be back on that's... Friday with Hero or Zero, where I'm doing the worst character ever, Psylocke. Uh, we will be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone over on Patreon who continues to support the show. Shoutouts go to Roisin the Wife Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Fun Facts with Waffles, Aotearoa New Zealand has the highest sheep-to-person ratio on the planet, with roughly 10 sheep per person. David Clark, Sean Chucklin the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever Hilm Roos, Danny McLaughlin, No One's Ever Really Gone, Luke Hoth, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Buster, Ed Ball, The Adventures of Indiana Jones and the Franchise That Just Won't Die, Lorraine and Connor have swapped the order of their names to purposefully bamboozle Sean, Russ, can you sort me an invite to the Barry Wins and Oscar drinks you'll be having, drinks you'll be having, mine's a Pepsi Max, Parfit, and Jackson Bruheim. Thanks, everyone, for the continued support. If you want to join those fine, fine people, head on over to patreon.com slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that in the description. There's also a merch store, Heroes for Hire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is Heroes for Hire podcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lola. I've been Sean Mead. We shall see you on next week, guys. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.